Welcome, welcome to 720 and 720. Uh, once again, we have a very unique guest, um, I guess pretty important guest, uh, when you think that we have to play on a court. And um, lately, we've been playing on very unique courts and uh, way different courts than, than we're in the 60s and 70s and uh, very unique. And it all kind of started through a, a gentleman we have kind of locally who is now a national hero in basketball. John Prater, welcome to 720 and 720. Thank you, Coach. It's I, good to be here. I did say – I said hero and you started chuckling. <laughs> you were being a little overdramatic. No, I, I'm just going to tell you when 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 you get recognized on ESPN by Bill Walton, then I would say you've arrived. Have you not arrived? Um, I hope I arrived before I met him. To be honest <laughs> with you, but uh, it cer- certainly didn't didn't hurt. Yeah, I can. I, under- I, I just love the fact that he took a liking to me. Well, when you, when you're stomping and and uh, stretching on the middle of the court in Maui at the Maui Invitation, you know most of the time you get somebody's uh, attention, and you got Bill Walton's attention. We'll talk about that in a second. John Prater is uh, a Chattanooga and Rossville, Georgia guy uh, who does unbelievable work, and and people. And the sad thing is, people in Chattanooga have no idea you're you're probably more famous nationally than you are in Chattanooga. Is that correct? Yeah, and that's probably not a good thing, but you know, it's uh, we're we're working on that with our marketing department. But uh, yeah, I, I hear that a lot. We are uh, a well kept secret, and that's generally not what we want. But uh, the the things that we've done as a company, not just me, but as a as a group of really good people, have we feel like we've changed the face of basketball and. It's been a long ride. It's been about 30 years, um, but uh, it's it's one that uh, almost every night we have the opportunity to get on TV and, and watch basketball, and almost every night we see the fruits of our labor on TV, and that's a very satisfying, uh, a very satisfying thing. Well, kind of explain, explain to our listeners kind of where it started and where it is now, and then and then from from floors to to basketball courts sure. to to portables to yep. all of a sudden stickers and all of a sudden a very innovative brain over there at Praters. Well, it's it started with basically a a need to be able to compete and set myself apart from everybody else that was doing sports flooring in the late eighties. In early 90s and I found out real quick that uh, that by branding a court and at that point in time it was basically local middle schools and high schools and small colleges in southeast Tennessee and North Georgia and, and being able to go to a coach and say uh, hey you've got an opportunity your floor is being sanded or you've got a new floor and and you've got a blank canvas. And so what is the message that you want to get across to your community? Because when they come into your school, they're generally not going into your library. Sometimes the principal's office, <laughs> if you were my mom or dad. But uh, uh, but most of the time they're going into the gym. And what a great opportunity to, to set your school apart, set every facility apart from the one down the street. And that's the way we started going to market in the early 90s with computer-aided design we were the first company to offer computer-aided design for the for basketball for coaches so you know our deal was the bigger the better you know uh at that point in time it was a very tedious way of of painting we hand painted 
logos that were sometimes 30 feet by 30 feet, but, but we left it up to the imagination and left it up to, uh, our customers, the coaches, uh, principals to get their message across. And so, um, we did that by offering graphic design services, which nobody else at that point in time, uh, and and, the, and those courts, those courts really, if you're talking about middle school and, and most high schools, those are permanent floors that are in, Correct. that are made in the gym. Correct. So, so, so make sure our listeners understand the difference well, between a permanent and a portable and, sure. and all the stuff that you do. So it's, it's hardwood re- regardless, you know, whether it's portable or permanent, it's most of it is hardwood maple. And so um, our company started in the 80s and 90s and continue the backbone of our company is local high schools, middle schools in Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, Alabama. That is the majority of our work is done with school systems in the Southeastern United States. So most of those floors, you're right, are permanent. And so, and we do a lot of that. We, we, we do the maintenance of the courts, meaning that we keep them in good shape with the finish. We, we take courts down to, to bare wood. We put new permanent floors in. Okay, okay. What, I'm going to ask you a couple. Cut, that's I'm, what we cut our. That's what we cut our teeth on. I, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. So we go just to try to help coaches. All right. So yeah. I'm a I'm a middle school AD. I'm a high school coach. How often should I get my floor done, or what should I get done? Should I do it yearly, every other year? What what should I get done? It, I mean, the average. Uh, the floor, the floor should be recoded every year. Now, it it, it is a direct, um, it 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 follows maintenance and and how the building is made, and so we recommend that floors be recoded every year. Not every floor has to be recoded every year, but in general, uh, they should. About every ten to fifteen years, sanded, taken all the way down to bare wood. So, in a new floor install, uh, floor could be sanded five times and if you say okay do the math um 10 to 15 years a typical high school floor is going to be a 50 to 80 year floor um uh it's but- gonna last a long time so you you know it's important we, we work on a lot of courts that were installed in the 50s we, a lot of courts that were installed in the 60s we've installed a lot of courts in the 80s 90s and and uh and the 2000s and, and court construction has changed a lot to where now they're measured. They're measured in performance characteristics and and uh, and and how they're actually going to perform for the athletes. And and again, that's that's the vast majority of our business is permanent installations in um, high schools, colleges, in the southeast. Okay, but if I want. If I want excitement, and I, that's where I think you can be, you can do wonders. Is is I want a unique floor. I want to prove. I want to get some excitement back in my high school or back in. I got to get guys in the middle school go playing again or college. I take over a college program, and the first thing I do, I just want to. I want to change everything. I've got to get my court sanded down to the just flat wood. Correct. Yep. Sure. So, so I can do that. I can do that five times on a permanent court, and I can do it really five on a portable, but I can uh, also less, go get another less portable. Less on a portable, three to four times on a portable, and I'll tell you why. Let's hear if it. If you want. So uh, let me ask you this. On, 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 the, on the permanent court, so I can do it five times on a permanent court. I can do it once every 
eight years if I wanted to, but then I've got to, you know, I've just, I've, I, can, I can only it. do it five times. Correct. It's going to get too thin. All right. Now, are you going to give me ideas? So I want to do my court. I, I just take over a job at uh, Sequoia High School. I'm Andy Pennington. I just take over a job. I want to get some excitement. Are you yep. going? To, are you going to give me ideas? Am I giving That's, you ideas? What am no, I doing? No, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna wear you out with ideas. And the and and our graphic we've got the uh, we've got an in house design staff that have designed the most prominent basketball courts in basketball. And so we bring that same level of service to whatever institution, high school, college, church. Um, okay, so I'm going I'm to ask you real quick, because uh, I know them, but I want you to tell our listeners that you say yep. you've done some pretty cool courts. All yep. right, so so – Listen, for our listeners, first of all, I, you know John Prater is not a real attractive gentleman. He, he's an older guy, but I am so attracted to this guy because Man. I walk in in the summer to his portables, the warehouse, and and I walk in and I see nothing but I see the Boston Celtics court. Now this is in Rossville, Georgia, in a warehouse. The Celtics court, the the Wizards court, uh, and the Hornets court. Bang, bang, bang. And then he's got a couple Final Four courts. He's got a couple NC. So uh, we're not talking about now. He takes great pride. That's the neat thing about John is he takes great pride in um, Tyner Middle. And he takes great pride in the Celtics court. And he takes great pride doing the FIBA courts, even though he about got fired from FIBA. We'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) All right. So tell us a few courts that that you've done uh, just to give you a little credibility. Okay. So, I mean (laughs) – uh, you know, first and foremost, on the NBA level, we work closely with the Boston Celtics. They've only had three courts. I'm I'm very proud that we were we've been able to work with them over the last five years on their third court in franchise history. I think that we were kind of a important. We we played an important role with the NBA to allow the Celtics to keep their oak flooring instead of going with maple. That was pretty cool opportunity, but. Uh, we were, you know, everybody talks about Oregon. We didn't design Oregon. Oregon was a was a heck of a design. It was breakthrough. Um, we were a part of the actual uh, consulting on um, how to actually do it because it's not something that is very easily done. But we frog skinned the entire court at TCU. We did <laughs> we did a uh, a complete um, beach scene. Uh, we. We did a swamp scene at the Cajun Dome for the for the Raging Cajuns. Um, we have worked on many, many women's men's and women's Final Four courts. Um, the we a lot of the designs, a lot of the things that you've seen, the design changes in basketball. We've had we we take a lot of credit for, it, to be honest with you. Um, 10, 10, 12 years ago, a an opening round NCAA game was played at the University of Tennessee or University of Cincinnati or the University of Texas, branded with those institutions' brands and maybe a little NCAA sticker. Um, our design capabilities and our um, commitment to the portable basketball court world has enabled us to help change. Um, branding for not only the NCAA but for the World Basketball Championships and for all of most all of the conferences um, 
they all have their own brand identity now, and we feel like we've been a big reason why. All right, so 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 conference championship. So yep. when, when I'm getting ready, because it's uh, almost almost March. When I'm getting ready to oh, watch the conference, it's ready. Champ- yeah, <laughs> I understand. It's right on. It. Um, tell me, so when I watch what championships in the in the um, before the NCAA tournament, what Praetor's courts am I looking at? So we've had our. I mean, we've we've had our our print on. Um, Southeastern Conference men's and women's, the ACC men's and women's, the AAC men's and women's, the Big East, the Sun Belt, the Southern Conference. Uh, we've done the Big Ten, the Big 12, uh, pretty much most of the conferences east of the Rockies, um, w- uh, major conferences. We've played a role in uh, the courts that they play on, that they will be playing on in 2019. All right. All right. So, so, and then I walk into your, you know, I walk into your warehouse and then you've got a sport court down with Curry's logo on it. Yep. So, so it, you know, I, I'm assuming you do some, some NBA uh, work also besides the um, Celtics. So y'all, you'll do anything for anybody. Tell us about the Curry court. Okay. So we, we've become more of we, we've, uh, it, everything is is been an evolution with us as far as how we've gone to market in our business. We, you know, our backbone, the thing that we cut our teeth on, the very first thing that we did was provided services to local school systems in the southeast. From that, we 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 started our graphic design to business, and and from word of mouth, word on the street. Um, basketball courts in Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama, and Florida, they were looking different than others. And uh, because of those design services and because of the kind of courts that we were starting to put out, uh, we were we were offered the opportunity to partner with Connor Sports on, um, on opening up a portable basketball facility where we would offer our services of our portable court services to arenas throughout the country and so that from that market it led from doing some ncaa tournament floors to actually having a portable basketball facility that will take a court has a storage facility to store those courts to be able to work and perform any scope of work on those courts and return them to the customer so we sell new portable floors but once we sell a new portable floor to somebody, it doesn't matter where it is in the country, periodically those courts come back to us for service. And that's an average of about every three to four years. So in doing that, you know, you're taking up portable courts. You need people that are very strong in that business that could do it. That can Because a, a lot of the work that we do is at night. It's, it's behind the scenes. You know, when the when the welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 2019 NCAA Final Four, that's what everybody sees. But there's been so much work to be done prior to that, that and it and it's working at with event staffs and 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 people that can are are putting this event together. And and fortunately, we've had the opportunity with our portable courts to work with some incredible events the mcdonald's all-american game um the uh world basketball festivals um where we've put courts outside in rucker park and where we put courts inside at at uh 
Radio City Music Hall, and we we put we put basketball courts on aircraft carriers for the aircraft carrier games, and and so those events, those it's not, you know, when you go to the Final Four, it's an it's an experience. The Final Four is not just the game, but there's a huge convention center for the Fan Fest that is everything that you could possibly want in your basketball mind from from all types of shooting apparatus to courts to apparel to shoes to everything else and so in that in those events there are need for courts and so uh praters has become a tremendous event company where we're actually mobilizing our crews and sending them out around the country to install branded basketball courts in any venue that you want indoor or outdoor and it's and we are the only company that does that. Yeah. And, uh, what, what I'm going to so, what I'm going to tell and, all of our college, all of our college coaches listening, or is is that John Prater can do? Okay, so when I was head coach at Chattanooga, we did our blue gold scrimmage and our kind yep. of our fan fest um, outdoors. He put a basketball court outdoors with our logo on it uh, and put it outdoors in a pavilion across the street from the football field from the football stadium and so it was outdoors it was november it was early november and we are outdoors playing on a on a regulation court and and then all of a sudden now i mean old miss did the same thing and auburn with what they were going to do the same thing i think weather prohibited one of them uh but they'll they'll do it they'll do it in 2019 i promise so you're putting courts outside you can put a court wherever you can fit it in you it doesn't matter absolutely and, and and so part part of the event process is, you know, a permanent court isn't always. Or a, I'm sorry, a portable court isn't always the best scenario to pull off an event. Um, so we we developed a long time ago. We we're the another first is we developed a process to temporarily brand with a sticker on a basketball court for tournaments for special events and because we're a flooring company first and foremost and our our intent is to always to have a surface that is safe for the athletes we made our stickers from day one safe to be played on and now we've got 12 years of experience providing our decals to courts that are at the highest level of competition state farm classic the maui invitational the paradise jam the junkanoo jam the battle for atlantis the atlantis showcase they all use our sticker process because we feel like we are the only ones that comply with the ncaa rules to uh, have a surface that is exactly like the rest of the surface that the athletes are playing on and so what's what's very cool is that this has been a it's been a 12 year process and and the stickers have been a challenge because uh immediately when we when we when it all didn't happen by chance um of uh, tournaments and events become became in the last 10 years there have been a lot of exempt tournaments that have come ac- across and a lot of branding opportunities for corporations to sponsor events that that need to have branding on the courts and that that has just been over the last 10 years 
Well, immediately everybody just started sticking, sticking any kind of sticker on the court, and it became rightfully, you know, a problem with the coaches. We had it right from day one, and so we have been fighting that 12-year battle because of what's been out there and what people have played on. Ours have always been safe, and so um, recently, in the past week, we've been notified by the U.S. Patent Office that our patent for our play on decals has been approved, (laughs) and so that is something that we are very proud of because – it is directly associated with the safety of playing basketball on a court that has temporary branding. And we're the only guys that have an actual U.S. patent for that. All right. So so for you coaches out there, as you watch the Maui Invitational, and in 10, 15 years ago, uh, everybody was slipping, or the NCAA tournament, everybody was slipping on the stickers. This is what John Prater is talking about, is they, they designed a sticker that, that is non-slip, and very easy to put on, and really just beyond easy to take off. And and that's what I want to, you know, because all these podcasts are supposed to be informative and, and, and teaching either young coaches, young players, business leaders. But as a high school coach, everybody is in the need, and this is what I want to talk to you about, John. Everybody's in the need to raise money. Uh, we got to fundraise. we got to make money. And, no, you know, very few high school programs are making money out there. But I think, and you kind of came up with this and brought this to me, is really you could sponsor, you could have a a business sponsor each game, and, and they can get in touch with you. Uh, you can do some really cool logos and decals for them and put it on there, and they could actually, you could kind of teach them how to put the stickers on. They could make a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a game. You got ten. You got ten games. You're getting brand new uniforms every game because of your stickers. Talk to us about helping a high school fundraise. So there's we we've been doing it for a long time. Um, again, we we run a little bit of a slippery slope there because our decals are not made to be permanent, and so it it we do apply our decals to high schools around the country where they'll leave them on for a season. Uh, they're not going to last any longer than that. Um, to do every game uh, is definitely an opportunity for sponsorship money. Um, but but our company also has the ability to work with um, our clients with a full range of marketing opportunities, not just necessarily on the courts, but through other means of of uh of items for fundraising specifically uh, graphic de- graphic design blocks for uh a, a floor that that they may want to have done and and uh okay so if anybody's been to the final four and you go to the convention uh the only thing that after a while the only thing you really want is to get a piece of the court and all it is, it's a little block of the court. It's got the logo of the court on there. And and if you, I'm just going to tell you, I've, I've got 30 of them at, at my house. That is the biggest thing at the Final Four. So so what John Prater's talking about, you could do something, sponsor a game. You could do the, the court, little blocks of the court with the, with the guy's sponsor, with his business on them, give them to him afterwards, say thank you. Those cost about um, 28 cents and then all of a sudden you're ending up making uh, a lot of money for your basketball program that's i think you know the, the thing about you john prater is you're the outside the box thinker um and and 
you know, he's done the FIBA championships. But, you know, if I said John Prater and uh, Kanye West or John Prater and Quavo in the same sentence, would you laugh at that, John Prater, or would you explain to us what you're talk- what I'm talking about? Well, so... You and Quavo are tight, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say we were tight. I, How about I, Snoop Dogg? I just saw him. He played Friday night in the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. It's the first time I ever really ever really saw him but we provided a court for him to shoot his latest music video in the parking lot of Capitol records in <laughs> los angeles which was another cool event that we did and and uh so how about, uh, how about snoop dog have you done anything for snoop so one of the best events we ever did was 747 warehouse street last year uh in los angeles in conjunction with the nba all-star games and it an Adidas event, full court, uh, Snoop Dogg and, uh, other celebrities playing a game outside. Uh, it was open to the public. Kanye West gave a, uh, little impromptu con concert and, um, people are still talking about it. It, it was a, it was a cool event to be involved with. Do you call him Mr. Like Snoop or do you call him Mr. Dog? How did you, <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, it's probably for another day. We'll talk about. No, that I just I, I would at least like to recognize he, him enough to introduce myself as anybody if he walked up to me. <laughs> I understand. I, I got you. Um, <laughs> okay, so him so, and a, him and a lot of other folks out there. Uh, well, uh, so the, the I mean, you've done stuff for people's homes. You've done stuff for restaurants. You've done stuff for all kinds of stuff. But but high school coaches, I, I really think you have a a brilliant idea with fundraising. Everybody is lacking funds. Everybody, I, I think you could do that um, in a college setting for, you know, we've kind of talked about a blackout game. You you can sticker, you can also, you can sticker an entire court, correct? Oh, yeah. We've, we've, we did, we've done full uh, wraps. 747 Warehouse was a full wrap. Proviso West, a uh, big, a big holiday tournament up in Chicago. We've done full wraps on that court a couple of times. Um, the Shy League up in Chicago, also, um, and uh, um, amongst others. All right, all right. Talk to me. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, yep. If I want my court, if I want my court sanded and redone, kind of throw a ballpark figure. If I want, if I want to buy a brand new portable court, if I want to buy a used court, you know, I mean, I don't know. For the average human, I don't even know. Half these people don't even know. Uh, how much a court would be? So, so kind of go through a little thing uh, for us. If a, if a college or AD is listening, college coach or AD, or a high school coach, uh, what what do the prices look like? So basically, um, so if, if <laughs> that's that's a tough question because if it's you know every gym is going to be different, especially if it's a permanent floor. So I'm just going to say this: a, a, a typical 10,000 square foot regular size basketball gym is 20 to 25,000 to take it all the way down to Bearwood and do a nice graphic design, graphic paint, finish it on their court. Hey, I mean, new courts are $15 a foot. Um, how, you know, and that's completely finished out. Those are performance courts. These are courts that are actually, um, their performance systems they they have criteria for 
certain things such as rebound and deflection of the court and how how well it's going to it's going to take care of knees and and joints and ankles over the years um so when we were young we'd always talk about um you know this court golly this court is so hard you can't even jump off this court and then some courts are like man this is kind of a bouncy court so that now now most of these courts are kind of bouncy because you make them bouncy correct yeah, but unfortunately, you and I, when we were playing, there, there wasn't any real bouncy courts, man. They there, were there weren't a whole lot of bouncy humans so, either at that so time. We Me were, and you we weren't were, real bouncy. We, we were playing on some hard stuff, and now it's, you know, you want it to rebound. You want a court to rebound. Rebound is good. The best rebound that you get with a basketball is on a concrete floor, but you don't want to play on concrete all day. So the idea is to balance out the response of the court to the athlete and to the ball and still have performance. And so that's, that's why it's, it's come a long way. And, and, uh, we provide that service to people all over the country. And it's, it's, uh, it's one that we can direct people with, uh, budgets in mind as to what they, what they feels best for their facility. Well, that, that's what that's what I do want people to understand. You you are uh, a budget conscious guy. Uh, yep. You you will you will work with a middle school that doesn't have a whole lot of money to um, Auburn, who's trying to put a, a court outside for a weekend yep. in to, in Tumor's Corner. Um, you, you'll do it all for every everybody and make. Yep. But I think the biggest thing is what you're saying is you got a blank canvas. You got a huge basketball court, and really, it's kind of you know what what we kind of did and worked with you at Macaulay is you got this you got this gym that all the middle school games are being played in, and all the people from the outside are coming in there. They're not going to the library; they're coming to your gym. So make your gym nice. Now, actually, you know, you made our gym nice at Macaulay when I was at Macaulay, but you also did graphic design on the wall. Um, exactly. So you're able to do that. So you're painting Absolutely. and doing graphic design on the wall, uh, similar to what uh, like Clemson's football facility is putting on their walls and, and yep. everybody's putting on their walls. Um, but it, it was kind of interesting um, back in the day, and, and, and Macaulay kept it the same way, uh, talk to us real quick about tartan courts, and and you remember back in the day that that was that was the thing, and that's not the thing anymore. But it's still usable. So it's it's usable, and it's it's around in a lot of multi-use facilities, especially in churches, community centers. Um, a lot of synthetics out there. The synthetic floors have gotten better over the years. Uh, the original tartan floors were again they were. They were adhered directly to concrete, and they were hard as a rock. They they were point elastic, meaning that you could punch and put, put your finger on it, and it felt soft, but it wasn't soft at all because it was sitting on a, you know, slab of concrete. Now, new synthetic courts are resilient. They have underlayments that go underneath them that make them better for the athletes. But there's nothing better than good old northern hard maple. <laughs> So th- this guy is an artist. This guy can do anything with a basketball court. And, and you know, I, I see old pictures, and I've known John for a long time. I see old pictures of the the, cre- the creative ways of back in the, in the day, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And I'm going, that is the boringest court I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, I don't know. what You know, you're always thinking about the new wave and whether it be LED lighting or something unique uh, that, that you can do on a court. But if anybody wants 
uh, especially high school coaches, because I think we got a lot of high school coaches listening. I, I'm going to tell you, it makes no sense not to contact John Prater uh, with whether you want a, a sand, a whole complete sanding and a brand new logo, or you want to do something unique to your court, as Macaulay does for the Dr. Pepper Classic, and put Oak Hill's logo or IMG's logo on that court and all the teams in your tournament or whatever. It makes that court like really boom and and it's for a sponsor to come look at that uh, to come to a game and and all of a sudden he sees his, that 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 sponsorship in his name of his business on that court and you can make it look phenomenal on both sides uh to get brand new uniforms every year or to help your budget every year it makes no sense and i think it's easy is it is it not easy to do that to contact you and get going oh absolutely we have operators standing by no seriously there, we, there you we, go one eight hundred trader uh no but, i i just think no, I, mean, I just think we're, it, we're pretty easily found you know it's it's uh freighters flooring chattanooga tennessee we are uh we're we're on the web so that's that is the 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 thing i guess that's if I were going to get a message out to anyone that might have a need is this is it. I, we have a great company. We have a lot of people that are invested in, in providing the very best product that we can for, for, uh, institutions around the country. Sometimes we make sense for people. Sometimes we don't make sense for people. And so it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't hurt to talk. So we have people that are, um, yeah, I don't want you to print any. I don't want you to, I want you to dub over all of that. I don't like any of it. Okay. Sorry. All right. All so right. basically what no, I was going to do is this, I, I'm going to say something and hopefully you can, you can fit it in somewhere because all right, we'll do I, it. I, this is, let, let me, let me, let me start by this. Okay. First of all, <clears throat> looking back at, at, Praters through the years, um, we were the first people to put water-based finish on a basketball court. We were the first people to uh, offer computer-aided design. Um, the first, the first company to start painting these oversized logos in the center of the of basketball courts in the South to the point where the National High School Federation made a ruling back in the mid-90s because of us, because we we're just taking the center line out. And so, you know, if somebody wanted a big old bulldog or a lion or tiger in the middle of their court, we'd paint it and, you know, out goes the center center circle and out goes the center game line to where they said, Oh no, you're going to have to have our referees need to be able to see uh, the line. So we were a part of that rule change. So um, uh, water-based finish, computer-aided design, big oversized logos, um, we were the first people to uh, offer um, bleaching and pigmenting and staining of courts that you see now. You see the three-point lines that are either white or the three-point areas that are whiter or darker or uh, courts that are, are pigmented with the school colors. We, we, we invented that. And um, so it's been something that, uh, again, our, our process and, and our thinking of what can we do next that's different has been um, pushing us since day one. And so, like you said, what what is next? What 
uh, you know, is it LED? Is it lighted up courts? Is the smoke coming out of the courts when your team comes in? I don't know. We are working on some very cool processes right now that we feel are also going to enhance graphics capabilities and bring courts even to another level. And it's something that we're very excited about and where our research and development department is working on. And uh, so hopefully we'll be able to debut some new cool graphic uh, capabilities here this year in 2019. Um, so staying on top of, you know, I've been doing it for 30 years and it's, you know, it's 30 years, you know, you, <laughs> we've done a lot of cool things, a lot of stuff that's changed the, the look of basketball courts, but we don't want to just rest on our laurels and stop. We, if we do, we're going to get eat up by somebody else. So we, we always are thinking of what is different, what can enhance the experience, what can, can provide a better, a better product. Uh, for our customers and that's what we're always looking to and it's what we've been it's what propels us and what's what's key it what's it is what keeps us being the leaders well, out there uh, i'm gonna last time i'm gonna say high school coaches college coaches you know pro coaches um even middle school uh john prater knows what he's doing he can work within a budget he can make your program kind of take another step forward because he can make you look a lot better than you are. He's done that to me for many, many, many years. Uh, it's amazing. We had an academy. We had our coaches' academy at Prater's Warehouse. I want to do it and, again. And Seth Greenberg and Fran Fraschella and walking in and Kevin Eastman Kermit's going, where are we? And then he walks in and goes, oh, my gosh, this these are where the courts are? And so it's amazing what you do. We appreciate what you do, and you make us all look better and safer and make players better and – uh, it, it's you've changed the game, and and the game kind of needed to be changed because the, the game is changing, and you've made it more fun, and you've made it more, uh, you know, kind of more fun and, and better looking to watch. Everybody's got a different court. Like I said, it's an arms race, and everybody, whether you got a bleach court or a brown court or or a skyline or a bunch of trees out out there or a Cajun swamp. Or, or a stained or a sunset coming up in the Fort Myers tournament that you had. Exactly. Uh, what you've done is amazing. Everybody can reach you, uh, I guess, Praters.com. Praters.flooring.com. Praters.flooring.com. Uh, I would give your cell number out, but uh, there's probably a couple of ladies <laughs> oh, listening to this. No, they, can all, it, they can call you, and then you can <laughs> forward it on. I understand. John Prater, thank you so much for your time on Sunday afternoon. The NCAA needs those courts to get back to work. All right, man. Thanks. All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Is that good, Andrew? John Prater.